Hey guys, you're listening to Foster Care and Adoption Life Talk. I'm your host, Barry Farmer. I am so glad that you guys have decided to keep joining me for this uh, podcast slash web series. As I've said before, I'm going to be uploading some of my previous recordings from my other podcasts onto this one, and I'm going to keep the ball rolling with my next topic. So have a listen, and make sure you follow me on Instagram and Twitter at FCAD Talk, and also on uh, Facebook at Foster Care and Adoption Life Talk. Enjoy. All right, welcome to episode six. Today I'm going to talk about political frenemies. This past election has definitely been a strain on so many people and their relationships with others. Oh my goodness, we have people have ended friendships for many years over a vote. And I find it horrible that it it was just a political disagreement that had so many people write each other off. Now, it was quite a show this past election, which was about two years ago. I'm just now talking about it, but that's okay. But the whole campaign trail was quite interesting. Some developments that came out were off the charts. The scandals and all all of that. It was a great reality show, I must say. (laughs) That's for sure. And the person that I wanted to win didn't win. But like I always say, you got to adjust and carry on. And that's exactly what I did because it was over. It is what it is. We are two years into it and the entertainment has not stopped yet, okay? (laughs) When the results were done, I said to myself, this is going to be one heck of a show. This is going to be hopefully only four seasons. (laughs) But throughout that whole process, from beginning to the end, I saw so much hate. And I'm not talking about the candidates. I'm talking about the supporters on both sides. It was relentless and ruthless. And the media and the social media were out of control. You had your Republicans on one side. You had your Democrats on the other. And both of them are doing the same exact thing to each other, which was simply trying to damage the other's character. I was seeing so many terms like, snowflakes, crybabies, uh, what is it, libtards. If you were a Trump supporter at all, you were a flat-out racist. And I felt that that it was wrong. It was wrongdoing on both sides. We did not conduct and handle ourselves as adults during this election, and we continue not to do so afterwards. Clearly, the goal of politics in general is to divide and conquer. You get more people on your side, you get them to vote for you, and you win. If we really really want to simplify things of how the process really works. And clearly, what you would do is pick the candidate that would be more beneficial to you and your lifestyle and your family. And that's why you would put your support behind this person, because you would benefit more if they were in charge. At least that's what I think, anyway. So yeah, that's my opinion on it. If you agree, great. If you don't, that's great too. You have you and you are entitled to your own opinion. But even afterwards, I saw comments and posts about how I'm not talking to my brother anymore because he's a Trump supporter, or my aunt is such a libtard, won't invite her to any more functions, and all this other 
um, craziness. And I'm sitting over here like, I don't care who you voted for because you have your reasons and I have mine. And we both need to agree to disagree. I didn't automatically think that any of my friends were racist because they voted for Trump. I wasn't planning on writing anyone off. I didn't delete anybody from my social media because they weren't on the same side as me. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you why. The way that I see politics is it's nothing but a big game. And may the best player win. That's what it's all about on any election, all the way down to your local. We need to realize that people on both sides of the aisle are friends. And their job is to push the agenda of their party. That's what they do. I don't know if anybody else has noticed, but our politicians will get out there in the media and practically wish death upon each other. And then when they're done, they will walk up to each other and say, want to have lunch tomorrow? Sure. I don't know if anybody else has noticed that. It is their job. It is a game. And they are playing it very well. So I will have my particular candidate and I will uh, say, go get him, Tiger, go get him. But if I see them sitting at the same table with their opponent and they're chopping it up and having a good laugh, I'm not surprised and I'm not mad either. All I need them to do is when it's time to put your game face on, get on all day and do what you need to do for it to benefit me and everyone else that's in your corner. And I've never been concerned about the scandals that come out on both sides. I'm actually anticipating them and waiting to see. And then when it comes, I'm like, oh, there it is. Let's see how this works out. Because it's basically a war of words between two parties. It's, it's to be expected. And that's why we shouldn't get so sucked in and belittle each other over these parties that over these party lines that we have drawn between ourselves that's why i can be friends with both sides because i notice they are friends with on both sides that's why they have the so-called bipartisan bills and all this other thing they've already worked it out why should i get my feathers all ruffled up over decisions that they've already made they've already made these partnerships they've already made these deals Even the candidates that are running, they've already made their deals. If I win, here's what I'm going to do for you. Put your support behind me. I'm going to do this for you. That's politics. That's politics on every level, even on your local levels. That's how things are done. That's why I say there is no reason for you to cut off your family and friends that oppose your candidate or your party. Come on. As a matter of fact, that's how business works. You scratch my back and I scratch yours. And that's why some of those businesses like to publicly put their support behind certain politicians because because they know if their candidate wins, then they are going to have a benefit out of it as well. And it's probably going to be really big. I mean, really, really big, guys. The likes of which you've never seen before. I guarantee it. Okay? I'm going to stop. I'm going to (laughs) stop. But overall, what I'm saying is, don't get your feelings so wrapped up in the political game because they have no feelings in this. It's their job. Their job is to tell you what you want to hear, the things that will make you happy, 
and then when you elect them, they will only deliver about 30%. It's what they do. They are not going to change. They've already got their deals in place. They're just going to go through the motions, get you all riled up, and then go about their business. So go on, on your social media, unblock all these people that were opposed. Stop giving your co-workers the side eye of evil. Agree to disagree and make plans to go have lunch or something. Because we've taken it too far. We are talking about people who are politicians who don't lose a wink of sleep at night because they know that they will wake up and do the same thing all over again the next day because it's a part of the process. And they would know they will not lose any friends in the process. Unlike us, who are out here as citizens, will cut off everybody who disagrees. If your candidate didn't win, then it's time for you to focus more on your local level because those elections happen all year long. So rally around someone locally to change things right in your area where you live. Get them voted in. Start some programs to help the community. Be a voice of some sort that will make your community progress. So stop bashing and cutting people off that are on the opposite side of the aisle because that's not the way things work up there in the, with the big dogs in Washington. They will cut each other on live TV and then they'll be having dinner by the end of the day together. And you can do the same. Let's stop allowing ourselves to be so easily manipulated by the things we see in the media or on social media. And let's use a little common sense on how things really work. And then we use that to our advantage. Vote in who you want to vote in. Make waves to vote in who you want to vote out or whatever or vote out who you want to vote out. That's what I meant to say. But anyway, my Republican acquaintances and friends, I still love you. We, we can still have lunch. We can still share a laugh. I, I will pick up my phone when you call. We don't have to talk about politics. We're going to talk about things that are actually going on in our lives, which are not political. I'm still going to take time to enjoy you and who you are because you're more than just a Republican. You are a person you have your own issues to deal with. You have your own lives to live. You're just doing what you think will benefit you better. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I feel the same way about my Democratic friends. We cool. We good. We're going to survive. We're going to make it. Only two more years to go. And we're going to vote a little bit stronger next time. I hope. 2020 will be here soon enough. But anyway, I feel the ADD kicking in. So that, time, that means time's up. <laughs> So thanks for listening. Uh, as always, shout out to Oprah and remember to adjust and carry on. Hit the outro music. I'm hungry. Ooh, bye.